0: We're excited to bring you this special episode with our guest, Julie Baumgardner. Julie's is certified family life educator and has served as the senior director of WindShape Marriage since January of 2021. She has nearly 40 years experience helping marriages and families thrive. Before joining WinShape, she spent 20 years as a president and CEO of First Thing First. And today, we get the privilege of having her share with us some insightful and practical ways that will help couples like you successfully navigate or even avoid altogether those financial disagreements this holiday season. So, if you've been worried about finances this holiday and some of those arguments that come with them, don't worry, Julie's here to help today. Julie, it is so great to have you here with us. Thank you, I'm excited. yeah thank you for taking the time to be with us because we know as senior director of wind marriage i doubt you have a lot of free time <laughs> on your hands yeah. so we we really do appreciate this I, I know the topic we're talking about today especially with the holidays coming up and finances it it affects all of us mm-hmm. it does and so i'm i'm really grateful we're so grateful that you're going to be sharing that with us today but first let's let's do a little get to know you a little bit okay so I am the senior director of Windshape
1: Marriage, and I've been here for about two years. Prior mm-hmm. to coming to Windshape, I was the president and CEO at a nonprofit that's based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, called First Things First, which is dedicated to helping people have healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. So this, it's my passion in life. It, it is literally what energizes me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we are busy, but having fun.
0: Yeah, that no, is great. Fantastic. And I know you've been to couples for forty years, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's that's a long time. That is that is a long time. And we're in the field of of counseling, and the burnout rate is five years. Mm-hmm. And so that that is huge. And like that's that's so great that you have done that for so long. And you know, for us. Being in this field and as marriage counselors, we have very different reasons, Mm -hmm. you know, that drew us into this ministry for, for me coming from a lot of dysfunction Mm -hmm. and things like that. It's more of a personal reason. I I don't want other couples to go through what I had to go through as a child Mm -hmm. for him.
2: Yeah. I, (laughs) after we got, we got saved a little later in late late twenties and seeing the marriages in the body suffer at the Mm. same rates or about the same rates as the world. That just didn't set right for me. That just, just God pushed that on my heart that this, that that that's not how it's supposed to be. And Mm -hmm. so that ignited my passion to work with couples. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so what is it, you know, for you to be in this 40 years, There's gotta be a deeper, you know, reason to to do that. So what drew you in to working with couples and what's kept you here for for those 40 years? So
1: what's really interesting is I had a teacher in ninth grade, a psychology teacher. When Mm. I took that class, I went home and I told my parents, I'm majoring in psychology, mm. and I want to help families because I had a brother two years older than me who was 95% hearing impaired mm. and functioned at about a first grade level for most of his life. Wow. And I thought, I'm very passionate about helping families, especially mm-hmm. young people. So I thought that's what I was going to be doing my whole life. Yeah. And then- When I was 18 and I was headed off to my freshman year in college, my dad came home and said that he was leaving our family Mm. and he wasn't just divorcing my mom. I mean, he truly left. And at that moment in time, things switched for me and I was, I was on a journey and Mm -hmm. I decided I would spend the rest of my life helping people not have to experience the pain that I experienced as a child. And even after I became a counselor, I I think one of the things that I saw is that couples would come in and they would clearly be in the ditch, Mm -hmm. very able. I I mean, they had, they had the ability to get out of the ditch, but they wanted me to fix them Mm -hmm. today and everything (laughs) would be better tomorrow. Kind of like surgery. And then yes, that's how it works. And I, I just realized, gosh you're not willing to put in the work and on average people wait about seven years to ask for help yeah there's so much water under the bridge that i felt like man if i could back things up and i'm sure you've heard this before but if i could back things up and get to people before they fall in the river and Mm -hmm. instead of trying to throw a life preserver to them actually teach them tools and give them information Mm -hmm. wow i mean that would be amazing and that's that is where first things first hooked me because they said, Hey, let's be prevention oriented. And let's, let's make that, let's make that our premise is that we're going to teach people skills and
0: give them information. So that Uh is my why. (laughs) I love that. drives me. I love that so much. And that's very similar to me. And it's like, and that's so good of God to go, here's this pain Mm -hmm. and watch what I'm going to do with it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so to have our, there be purpose in our pain okay. is is okay. incredible, and part of us here at Expedition Marriage. That's why we started online, and why we have this podcast. Because okay. sitting in the office as counselors, it's one at a time, one right. at a time. You only see and so many people. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: okay. and you've
0: got to get ahead, and we've got to start equipping couples mm-hmm. instead of just being nine one one.
2: Yeah. So Let them know I when love that, that. when that check engine light starts flashing, we should actually pay attention to it and not wait <laughs> till we're in the ditch.
0: Right. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that that is that is really fantastic. I love the analogy because we we like to use that same exact analogy. <laughs> don't wait till you're in the ditch and you're on fire.
1: <laughs> let's, right.
2: let's, let's, yes. let's take care yeah. of the
1: So could you I mean I, I know people are so prideful. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. especially Christians. Yes. We don't yeah. want anybody to know that we're mm-hmm. not doing well. Except, And yeah. I, mean, I think that's how the evil one works. It's like, oh, that's right. Don't tell them because they're going to think less of you. But yet yeah,
0: right. th- your house is on fire, literally. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And so many couples, especially in the church, all of a sudden they're divorced and yeah. nobody even knew they, they were struggling. I,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, I, yes, I'm right there with okay. you.
2: Yeah, that isolation, the, the 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 shame and all that, yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be ha- shouldn't be happening yeah. in the body. It should not be happening. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, okay, so now you're at WinShape, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So can you can you tell us a little more about WinShape and the WinShape marriage and the work that's going on there that you're doing there? Please.
1: So the WinShape Foundation was actually started by Truett Cathy in mm-hmm. the early 80s and it originally was a college program For young people. He was all about helping people to get educated. He felt like that was a very important and vital part of your life. And Mm -hmm. so he created a college program that focused on leadership and discipleship. Mm -hmm. So that has been going on since 1984. But in the midst of that, there were other ministries that were added to the foundation. So when shape camps for kids, when shape homes, which is group homes and training Mm -hmm. parents to be foster parents, when Mm -hmm. shape teams, which is leadership development when marriage, which is what I get to do. And it is focused on couples in every season of life, helping them to grow closer to each other and closer to the Lord through experiences that we provide at WindShape. So it's pretty amazing the kinds of things that we get the opportunity to participate in. We have retreats and we have what we call romantic adventures, which I think a lot of people People well, don't that. want to come and sit and take in information. They would rather take it in actively. And so we've created mm-hmm. these adventures where think great American race, but it's not a race. It's a couple <laughs> quest where we have yeah. emotional, spiritual, physical things that you're doing. Some you can do all by yourselves as a couple. Others require other couples to come alongside you and help you accomplish the task because we're not meant to do marriage in Mm. isolation. So we're teaching through the process. Mm -hmm. So lots of variety. I mean, whether you are preparing for marriage or you are a newlywed, we actually have a newlywed track, then we have retreats for people who are just interested in coming and learning foundational skills like communicating effectively, managing conflict, which heaven knows, you know, Mm -hmm. you could come and learn that, and then you can come and learn it
2: again,
0: right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
2: right. You fight on the drive over and on the way back. (laughs)
0: That's right. So where are you located? Where is WinShape at? Where do these retreats take place?
1: We are located on the campus of Berry College, which is in Rome, Georgia. And Berry literally has the address of Mount Berry. So you know, Winshape Retreat located on the campus of Berry College at Mount Berry.
2: That's Okay, terrific.
0: that is awesome. So if you're listening to this, you need to go check out everything Winshape has to offer. Like Julie's yeah. sharing, no matter what stage of marriage you're in, there is something for mm-hmm. you. So that is great. And we are going to have the website in our show notes, or if you're watching on YouTube, it's going to be in the, in the description. So you want to yeah. go check that out because that, that is valuable.
2: In fact, we'll probably be showing pictures while we're talking.
0: That's right. That's right. So <laughs> That's go check us on YouTube and you'll see what the ret- retreat looks like. But now as we move forward, let's go ahead and shift into what we're here for today. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a hot topic. And I and I think it's always going, if you're married, it's going to remain a hot topic yeah. <laughs> throughout probably the entirety of your marriage, yeah. and, yes. and but especially around the holidays. And, okay. and I think we're entering a time where it's... Even more important that we mm-hmm. have the, this discussion about finances in mm-hmm. the holidays. Yeah, right? because well, you know, because
2: as as we all know, and as as I'm sure per, pretty much everybody who's ever listened or, or paid attention to to any kind of marriage statistics have probably heard that finances is one of the biggest mm-hmm. issues that couples argue about. And mm-hmm. so, and, and you got got a third of couples that blame financial stress. For the, for the, in their relationship and, and causing problems in the relationship. So, I mean, is that kind of the, the is that your experience and, and are you seeing that still hold true and, and, and what kind of things do you see get kicked up regarding that?
0: Yeah. What are they fighting about?
2: Yeah. Give us, <laughs> give, give us a skinny, <laughs> spill the tea. What I
1: really think it's interesting in working with couples <laughs> for so long. Yes. Money appears as the thing but I think it's what's really, it's what's driving how you mm-hmm. think about money. Yeah. Principal Solomon, I, I met her a number of years ago. She created this amazing game called Money Habitudes, which I mm-hmm. highly recommend. Anybody can go online and grab it. But this game, you play it individually and it's just a deck of cards, but you're, you are reading statements about your kind of how you like to spend What you like Mm. to do with money. And after you have gone through the entire deck, it kind of shows you oh, what you appreciate about money is you make money because you actually like to give it away to others. Mm. Or you like to earn money because you safety is really important to you. Mm -hmm. And so you want to save it, or you think that earning money allows you to buy things that give you status. And it just, it makes you, it's all about your appearance. Mm -hmm. So everybody, I think comes to money with a different perspective. And if you didn't grow up having money, Mm -hmm. you have a different appreciation for money than some than someone who never really had to think about money. So I I think, yes, it is the thing that tends to create a lot of angst for people, but if they actually got underneath, what's the angst Mm -hmm. from? It would be a whole different conversation.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: And we see that a lot. And, and it seems like I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know if there's any proof behind it, but it seems like safety seems to be a big thing, Mm. a big reason for a lot of people with, with money. And we've dealt with couples where husband was on the wife, on the wife all the time for buying Starbucks all the time. Yeah, And it became this big argument over, I'm allowed to have Starbucks if I want to. I'm grown. I can get that. <laughs> you know, is- it's $5. And will you eat lunch out? You All of this. And when we broke this down with them, what it came down to is it scares me every time you buy Starbucks that I'm not going to be able to afford our son's karate lessons. Right? Exactly. And that that never yeah. would have come across. If you're telling me not to buy Starbucks, my first thought is, oh, you want to make sure our kids are provided for. Right, We don't see that. And so it's so true what you're saying. I love that.
1: Yeah. We argue up here. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The
0: thing that isn't the issue at all.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And so I think that's great. And that Mm -hmm. game you were talking about, I'm going to get that information. We'll put that in the show notes too, because I want people to be able to grab that because that sounds, I want to grab that. Yeah, I know. I was about to say. That sounds really good. I love it. Very enlightening. like the generic level, you hear a lot of couples, there's usually a spender yeah. and a saver mm-hmm. in the relationship. And it seems like the spender is always the one that kind of has to compromise because I think like the saver just mm-hmm. feels holier. <laughs> you know, that feels like a holier
2: <laughs> yeah. choice. Sable- saving is less, is, is more selfless.
0: Right. But like spending, like you had mentioned, some people spend because they want to help.
2: Mm-hmm. They're oh.
0: givers. But some people do spend frivolously. Yeah. You know, but regardless, I think saving feels like, oh, that's the the right one. So how do you get couples to compromise with that? How do they work that out? Well, and I think you have to have conversations. So in my
1: own marriage, I would not tell you that I'm a spender. However, I would tell you, <laughs> Jay, if he were here, he would totally tell you that he definitely, he, he security is a thing and mm-hmm. that he likes to save money. But our, mm-hmm. in our, our first year of marriage, so in my home growing up, My father paid the bills. Mm -hmm. I got married. Now I'm marrying somebody who likes to save. But what I (laughs) realized in the first six months of our marriage is, oh my gosh, I'm writing all these checks back in the day. I'm writing all these checks. I'm the one paying the bills. He's going to (laughs) think I'm being frivolous. And I mean, I was up in the air about it. Now, mind, Jay did not think that. But Mm -hmm. I had this narrative going in my head. Sure. About what was real. So mm-hmm. I would say, for one, and I even as we're talking about moving into the holidays and the environment within which we are living in at this very moment, mm-hmm. it is wise to sit down when you are not tired and mm. irritable and completely stressed. Yeah. Always important. A good time for both of you <laughs> to sit down. And have a conversation about, Mm -hmm. hey, where are we financially? And if Mm -hmm. it isn't judgy. I'm not judging. The question is, where are we? (laughs) Like, just the facts, please. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Because I think that that can help guide a reasonable conversation Mm -hmm. about, hey, this is where we currently are. Doesn't necessarily mean where we're going to be in a year from Mm -hmm. now. And if we mm-hmm. want to be somewhere different, you don't get to different by just wishing you were there. You get to different by having a conversation
0: and developing a plan. Yeah. 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 And Definitely. you you begin to like understand where your spouse is coming from as no. well. And And when you have that spender saver situation going on, sometimes there's room for healing and growth. Yes. because sometimes we can be savers because mm-hmm. this is just important to us other times we can be savers because of fear mm-hmm. because maybe we didn't grow up with much and so we cling mm-hmm. and and we hold on to it for fear but that spending spouse might offer some growth there because you don't need to live that way yeah anymore and so where's the line to draw and
1: i would say there's been even in my my relationship with Jay we've had Mm -hmm. growth in that area he Mm yes you know we kind of meet each other in the middle I think another thing that sometimes people don't realize is impacting that conversation is what what your what is being whispered in your ear Mm. by your parents or by in-laws or some other family yep. member. Well, you should live in a certain neighborhood. Well, you should be driving a car. Mm-hmm. Your house should look like this. You should be doing these things. And it's like, wait a second. Am I living my life or am I living your life? Yes. Also, you, you've got this also discern. Where is this coming from? Is this? Am I worried about what these people are going to think about me mm-hmm. and us and our marriage? And is, mm-hmm. is that really something that I care to let us to
0: let impact my marriage like that yeah because yeah, what are we sacrificing to please others yeah and those those in-laws and parents they can often have a which is a whole nother episode which right. we'd love to have you join <laughs> us for you know, you know i mean their boundaries need to be in yeah. place oh. because our parents are so influential
2: whose mm-hmm. standards am i living for anyway mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's big. And you, you did mention you too. another thing that um, that you brought up is like, you know, I just wanted to know where we're at financially. We might not be where we want to, or it might be different this year than next year. But speaking of this year, right? Mm-hmm. This, it's very different. It's very different for a lot of families because mm-hmm. we've got a recession that's going in full right. swing, rising costs on almost across the board on, on, on everything. And, and Christmas is probably going to look different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might not have the extra money for the gifts this year. So mm-hmm. what, would you say to couples that, that where we've got one spouse who might go, Hey, you know what? We can just go ahead and charge it to the yes, credit swipe cards. Away. It's, it's yeah. for this year. So that way mm-hmm. we can have something under the tree and the other spouse isn't so keen on that. Yeah.
1: So I think you have to sit down and have a conversation and for one, actually acknowledging, Hey, this is where we are. And I even mm-hmm. think grieving for, for some people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's about the birth of Jesus. It's Mm -hmm. also, it's a big celebration. And it's like, go big Mm -hmm. or go home. Yeah, And and so to think we literally can't afford that. Mm -hmm. um, There's some grieving involved in that. Just acknowledging it is not going to be like I really want it to be. Mm. Even saying those words can help us get to then, if it can't be how, I wish it would be, then what can we do? What mm-hmm. is possible? And there, oh, yeah. so, I, I have thought a lot about this because um, we've been here before. We've had hard times before.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm.
1: the thing I think about hard times is that we can, we can complain and we can say, Oh, this is not good. This is not good. Or we can sit down and we can have a conversation and we can get really creative. And it is often in these super difficult times where we are saying, hey, it's not like I want it to be. That something mm-hmm. amazing comes that would have never come if, if yeah. we weren't kind of pushed to think differently. It's kind of like innovators. You know, They you get pushed to the edge of something and it's like something big happens. And you're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So don't underestimate the good that can come from this by sitting down and having a meeting. And and if it's just the two of you as a couple, great, you, you sit down, you have a meeting and you make some plans for what the holidays will look like for you this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have children in the picture, I think you as the adults have to sit down and have the conversation first and make some decisions about what you have capacity for. Mm-hmm. But the other piece of this is one, your attitude mm. will determine how your kids roll. Yes. So if mm-hmm. you yeah. go in with, we're super disappointed, this is not good, and agitated mm-hmm. about it, way, they will 100% follow your lead. Yeah. If you go in with, hey, we have an opportunity this year to do mm-hmm. some things differently, they might initially be like, they ah. Yeah.
2: They'll,
1: they'll get with the program. So one is the attitude and two mm. is having a family meeting and asking the question, what do we want to yeah. do differently this year? Mm. How can we celebrate? How can we celebrate as a family? What can we do for fun? You could go and look at the lights together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A decision that, hey, we're actually going to draw names this year. Everybody's going to get one present or mm-hmm. maybe we're going to decide we're going to do a family thing. We're going to take all the money that we would normally spend on gifts, we're going to pool it, and we are going to come up with a plan as a family. And this is how much money we have, so let's get busy figuring out and being creative for what we can do. There's lots
0: of options there. Yeah, I love that. And I also love that you brought up the grief aspect of Mm -hmm. it, too, Mm -hmm. because that's one we all, like, we all love comfort. Nobody, nobody wants no. to sit no. with grief, you know? And I think there's also, when it comes to Christmas, there's traditions mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. is really hard to not be able to afford a tradition this year Yes, or to do things different, but you're so right. Like that's so on point as far as like our attitudes and how, like emotions are contagious. They I don't know those. if a lot of people know that. And and mm-hmm. as parents, like we're setting the temperature in the home yeah. and, and we can make this positive. And I think sometimes Maybe, I think we all need to have just, I mean, in general, all of us should have a simple Christmas every once in a while right. and we spend time serving together as a family, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. go check out some Christmas Eve services if your church doesn't have one. And like you're saying, drive around looking at lights. I think that's, that's so great. And, and when we're talking about traditions and things like that, gifts are always a huge thing and, mm-hmm. you know, kids and family, and like you were talking about the in-laws and the parents, they all have these expectations <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. And sometimes I know we talk about this a lot because it would always drive me crazy as a elementary school aged mom, where it's like you feel the pressure yeah. to buy every single teacher, teacher a gift. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all the kids, the kids need to give their friends this gift. And it's like, it's so much. It's so much. And I think even the teachers are like, that's enough gift cards. That's enough Starbucks. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. You know, so how do you... Decide that, and even some family members, it's like, no, every member of the family gets a gift.
2: Mm-hmm. Other
0: families are like, no, let's do a limit for a couple or whatever. Like, how is there a happy medium in all of that? Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's a lot of stuff, especially if you're like a pleaser and you don't want to disappoint people. That's she's,
2: she's really to me.
0: Yeah, especially if you're like a <laughs> pleaser. <laughs> For a friend, asking (laughs) (laughs) someone because there usually is one in in the relationship who really it's like oh my gosh it's it's so hard for them to disappoint their family if they're expecting all these things like you had mentioned so where's how do you find the happy medium is there even one in that I think
1: for one when you are considering this year's different Mm -hmm. you might make the decision. we are going to focus on giving to others and even Mm. telling the whole family this year. Our focus is not on us. We Mm. have been given the gift of a savior and Mm. we are going to be light to the world. So we've made a decision for our family that our focus is going to be on giving. I I had a friend one time, she was telling me that they did not have very much money and the kids were making their Christmas list and it was a mile long and (laughs) she She was very frustrated. She went in the kitchen and she's like, hey, y'all, we're going to make some cookies and we're going to take them and we're going to give them away at the military base. Mm. And she said that they made all these cookies, they iced them, they took them and they gave them. And on the way home, one of her boys said, mom, the cookies that taste the best are the ones we've given away.
0: Oh, and I love that.
1: You know, I had tears rolling down my face. Yeah. But I I think there is something to that. We talk a lot about being blessed to Mm -hmm. be a blessing. And in moments like these where it's hard, we can't forget that as we're raising our children, it's like University 101. And even if you don't Mm -hmm. have children, you probably have children around you, nieces, nephews. Mm -hmm. And how you roll during these times speaks volumes. It speaks to we can do hard things as a family.
2: Mm-hmm. We can be creative.
1: Mm-hmm. We can focus on people who are less fortunate than us. We actually, we have a roof over our head. We have amen, and we have food and there are folks who don't. So the discussions that can be rich
2: around mm-hmm.
1: opportunity here, and even for someone who is a pleaser or who just loves Everything that speaks to mm-hmm. the holidays, the chance to do something different, mm-hmm. be embraced, and mm-hmm. I think when you get to the other side of Christmas and you look back, I know for me, I, I think about those holidays where I experienced hard with my family, or
2: mm-hmm.
1: just different with with Jay and our daughter Ashley those, those, there's amazing memories that occur yeah. those times. I don't look at those moments and think, Oh, that, that Christmas, I don't ever want to think about that again. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, there's, there are hard things that happen, but we learn to be resilient through the hard, mm-hmm. and we learn to be creative through the hard. So I think we shouldn't discount the opportunity that this year is bringing to us. Sure. Yeah. And Absolutely. I,
0: I love that. And we talk about that a lot. It's like when you make it through hard seasons, you end up more connected. Mm
2: -hmm. You have Mm -hmm.
0: more security in your marriage, in your family. Mm -hmm. When you have been tested and tried, yes, and endured, you know, you know what? We can do hard things together. Mm -hmm. And it's the lack of knowing that you can survive the hard Mm -hmm. that keeps us, self-medicating and chasing comfort and all of that. We're really, if we turn and go, you know what? This year's going to be hard. It's slim pickings around here. We're going to change our focus. And we do that together. That like bonds you even more. And so I love that you're talking about that, that it's okay. We always want to try to fix hard, but sometimes it's better to just go, let's accept it. Let's receive this and do something great with it. Yeah, Yeah,
2: it actually reminds me of a saying that that honestly, I don't think I've heard in decades but about necessity being the mother of invention Of invention mm. yes mm-hmm. and yes. That, and that was what i was thinking when you were talking is just you know we maybe because we've just gotten used to our blessings mm-hmm. and gotten too comfortable with that that we kind of forgot that that we do have this this in us and mm-hmm. and when we do have these times we can be innovative yeah you know, and we yeah
0: yeah. And I, I love really... what you were saying about the little boy with the cookies. You uh, know, yeah. We have, we have three grandchildren and our little six-year-old granddaughter, Bailey, who's just a precious, precious child, but she's got, you get your Amazon catalogs and all that. And, you know, she's, she's got like five pages taped together with all uh-huh. the cutouts and everything, which is, you know, it's fun. She's right. well aware she's not going to get all those, but she's getting excited about particular gifts mm-hmm. and talking with her and without bursting her bubble, but just speaking that biblical truth, where it's like, you know what God says, you know, that it's better to give than to receive Mm -hmm. and explaining to her what that means. And that's the situation with the cookies. He felt that that's a blessing. We're blessed more being on the giving end. And she took her little papers and she started circling things that she would give to her other, to her brother and to her nephew or her cousin and all of that. It was just, we can teach our children and that could have been very negative going, you know, you don't need all that stuff and not where it's like, no, here's what God says. And what God says is good.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: actually, you're making me think our daughter, when she was probably nine, 10, mm-hmm. very focused. Me, 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 me. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, Hey, we're, we're going to have a little fun here. We had an older gentleman that lived in our neighborhood and he lived by himself. And I told Ashley, mm-hmm. I said, Hey, we're going to play Ring and Run
2: uh.
1: for 12 days. and But we we have to be very creative with what we do. So for the first day, it's going to be 12 things, but we're going to come up with this whole list. I want you to come up with the things and we can bake them. We can make them. Can't be expensive. And we're going mm-hmm. to put it together and then I'm going to let you go leave it at the door. And after you've gotten it ready to go, then you're going to ring the doorbell and you're going to run. And this is the only time I give you permission to do ring and run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm. she was all in and yeah. we had the best time. She's 29. And if you asked her about memories from Christmas and the things that were special she would tell you about that Christmas because oh, I love it. We totally took the focus off of me, me, me and put it on someone that we really cared a lot about that was going to be by himself. And boy, mm-hmm. it mm. it brought some really wonderful conversations.
2: Yeah. Around
1: Christmas and giving and the birth of Jesus. Mm. And we have a family, and he's completely
0: by himself.
1: So yeah.
2: mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, I,
1: I love, love that.
0: that. And that makes me think of, here's an idea for, for families as well. It's a simple thing we did when all our kids were at home is we would leave out sodas and snacks and little cards oh, yeah. and things for our delivery people. Oh, yeah. Great. And I mean, you can buy these, you go great. to Sam's Club, pick up a thing yeah. of chips. And we had little Starbucks and different things like that. And we had the ring doorbell. So that like was it just was a bonus to be able to see. And some of them would be so excited yeah. and just, and it was like, somebody's coming and we, all the kids would be all excited to see and stuff and just blessing other people. They're working hard. We're leaving them notes, telling them, thank you for, for doing this for us and all of that. And mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, you can, you can really come up with these great ideas. I love that. The mm-hmm. the doorbell ditching and, and leaving a gift. And it, yeah. it does, it, it takes our thoughts off ourselves because your daughter was not and made everything about her well i'm 51 and you know (laughs) i'd like
2: yeah always outgrow it as fast as we'd like to (laughs) there's
1: still time
0: there's
2: still
1: time so
0: we all need we could say you're doing that for the nine-year-old but i'm confident you guys were blessed by that Mm -hmm. as well and so it it just shifts your perspective Mm -hmm. and i think we always need that especially at at Christmas, and especially mm-hmm. as believers, yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. well, you know. And, and speaking of some of the scriptures and talking about, you know, with our kids and and taking this as opportunities to it, mm-hmm. you know, the scriptures talk a lot about money, right? Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be good stewards of our mm-hmm. finances, and and the things that we're supposed to and the importance of giving and mm-hmm. being not generous. letting it be your
1: master, yeah.
2: yeah, and and not letting your the left hand know what the right hand's doing, and so mm-hmm. be this this generosity, this the mm-hmm. spirit, because it's not ours anyway, right? So, you know, right. I mean, uh, exactly. but are there. Are there specific verses, passages that you usually like to give to best encourage couples that might be struggling with their disagreements on money? You know, and, and when that when that comes up, they, yeah, they can, get on
0: the same page, yeah, get on the same
2: page, and more. and, and well, so I this d- kind of pulls them in.
1: Yeah, well, and I definitely, I definitely think the one just about not letting it be your master. You cannot worship two mm-hmm. masters,
2: mm, and yeah. if it mm-hmm. is
1: all about the money for you, then it it might be some. T- time to actually sit and really think mm-hmm. about what is God calling us to here. And if you've been blessed mm-hmm. with money, I mean, we're also a parable of the talents. We're not called to mm-hmm. hoard or to just keep it for ourselves. Right. The yeah. mm-hmm. we are called to bless other people. And when you're having conversations around this, you know, it isn't about someone wins or has the last word in the relationship. We've got to figure out, do you want to be right? Or do you want to Mm -hmm. be in relationship? And for me, Mm. I want to be in relationship. I want to be relationship. (laughs) And I want to be in relationship with Jay. Mm -hmm. And so being able to have conversation around what does money mean for us? What do we want to do with money? As in, we're going to manage our money well and not allow it to control us. It can drive you crazy, right? Yeah. What's oh, enough? Yeah. It could never. It, it could never be enough. You could always feel like there's scarcity. But man, I, I I interviewed a man one time, and he said, "I've been dirt poor, I've been filthy rich, and back to dirt poor." And honestly, I'd rather be dirt poor any mm-hmm. day of the week because you don't know who your real friends are when mm-hmm. there's tons of money and m- money becomes your master. And I didn't like yeah.
2: that. Wow.
1: And so again, it goes back to being willing to have hard conversations mm-hmm. and listen to listen. What What is your spouse really saying about money? And if safety is a thing for them, or if celebrating is a big deal, how do we do that on a budget? What's yeah. mm-hmm. our capacity this year? What's our n- real number capacity? And then what do we have the opportunity to do with that amount of money? It's kind of like, what's the biggest mm-hmm. bang for our buck here?
0: Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And,
1: and working, working within that and agreeing, okay, we're not going to do impulsive spending. Or mm-hmm. maybe we're not going to go to the mall at all. But, I mean, when Jay and I <laughs> we it was very very tight. We wanted to do some things for Ashley, and so we agreed and I mean like this was not a trick. We said whatever we give to each other it has to be made by the other mm-hmm. person. So, there's there's Love no that. going to the mall and buying something. It's you're going to make it for mm-hmm. the other person. And uh, we agreed nobody is showing up with a store-bought gift at the last minute. That is totally not going to happen because, you know, people treat each other like that. Mm -hmm. And and it Mm -hmm. creates all kinds of not nice feelings. But that, I mean, we still talk about that because it was one of the funniest Christmases because Jay went around videoing people, asking them crazy questions about how they knew me and all this stuff. It was it was nuts. And if you knew Jay, he's just an adventure waiting to happen all the time.
0: So. <laughs> it was great. That's fantastic. That is so great. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yes. That's what I was thinking as soon as she said that, but this has been so helpful. Oh yeah. And you know, and, and so what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is first of all, we've got to talk about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've got to be willing to have these hard conversations. Mm-hmm. And like you said, pick the timing. <laughs> Don't try to have this conversation <laughs> while you're in the middle of fighting about this conversation about money, pick the time, be realistic and yes. allow the grief to come in to ta- mm-hmm. identify what's really underneath that mm-hmm. and then get creative. Yes. We've yes. got to control our, our focus and our perspective, especially as believers Yes, and mm-hmm. as parents, because we're, we're leading little people. Right. And, and so have those conversations talk about the real stuff and and don't be afraid of them and know that god can do great things Mm. with our little
1: Mm. yes and and that
0: that is really the the purpose there and so i i love everything that you have shared and thank you so much oh yes, and you've made it clear like this is not a hopeless situation you know differing with finances yes so there is hope and i love that i appreciate we both appreciate you being 40 years in this ministry thank you you for all that you've been it is needed it's we're all needed in this so thank you so much for everything you're doing for marriages for taking time out of your day to invest in our audience and help them i know this is going to be a, a great episode and there's so much value here and for you listeners, don't forget to check out WinShape Ministries because you are going to want to go on one of those retreats. And if you can't <laughs> afford it now, that's okay. It's worth saving up for. Your marriage is always going to be worth investing in. And so thank you again, Julie. And we were so grateful to have you here with us today.
1: I'm honored. Thank you so much.